your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, hockey fans. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network. And this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week on Saturday around noon to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. And as always, you can follow Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. And you can also find the show on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast. And you can also find myself on Twitter and Locker Room at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, it's a bit of a downer, folks, um, because last night the Carolina Hurricanes were eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs in five games by the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning. So today's episode will be all about last night's game, the series, what the Hurricanes did well, what the Hurricanes did not so well. Um, So you look at Last night's game, it was in Raleigh. Um, uh, going into this game, you know, I really thought the Hurricanes had a shot. Uh, Nino Niederreiter was coming back from injury, um, which was I thought was going to be a big help for the Hurricanes. Alex Ndelkovic ended up being the guy in between the pipes for the Hurricanes last night, too, which I thought he probably should have been uh, in a game four as well, uh, but he wasn't. Um, so it's... Uh, it was frustrating last night because, you know, on paper, you know, they looked like, okay, you know, they may be able to do something here. Uh, but the Hurricanes, you know, they just took a bad penalty and that led to game what would be the game-winning goal um, for the Lightning. Um, and then, you know, Hurricanes were never able to get anything going offensively in this game. Obviously, you know, they didn't score a single goal. Alex Nelkovich was probably the one bright spot for the Hurricanes last night. Uh, you know, he kept the team in this game um, and did his part to give them a shot to win. Um, so great on him. Uh, you know, I've said it before. Uh, I'll say it again now. He's likely going to be the future of the Hurricanes uh, in between the pipes. So uh, it's going to be an interesting offseason now um, because there are a lot of Guys that are fixing to be free agents, uh, and who are we going to bring back? Who are we going to let walk? Um, so it's going to be uh, something else this off season, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, you know, looking back, you know, on this game, it obviously this game, but also the series as a whole, uh, the top guys not stepping up. That was big. We had the one game, you know, where we had our offense rolling. That was something, you know, we predicted uh, with the crossover with Adam from Locked on Lightning. You know, it was probably going to be a low-scoring series, but we'd have uh, one one game uh, where the offense was just, you know, crazy. And, you know, we saw the teams, you know, you know having, you know, those four, five, six goals uh, game, we saw that. Uh, and the Hurricanes melted down in that game uh forgot how to play defense 
They learned how to play offense. They forgot how to play defense. Uh, and, you know, that was something big, uh, you know, for, you know, the Hurricanes is, you know, their defense, you know, had been so good, you know, all, se- all season. Um, and their penalty kill, too. But when it came to Tampa, they just couldn't stop them. Uh, and that was really frustrating. And it, you know, obviously showed some holes, you know, in the Hurricanes' uh, uh, game there that, you know, were they going to be able to – they got to fix this stuff uh, this offseason. Um, but, you know, as far as what went wrong in this series as a whole, um, you know, there's definitely a few things I can point to uh, here, and we'll talk about that just after the break. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked On Hurricanes once a week, and yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course reacting to big news or rumors. You'll have the chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on Locked on Hurricanes podcast through our Locker Room conversation. Be sure to join me this week. I'll be hosting a room on Saturday around noon. So go download the free Locker Room app currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create your profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. Follow me at JaredEllis underscore 96, same as my Twitter handle, to be notified of when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning on being live Saturday around noon. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Carolina Hurricanes. See you there. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. You long-term listeners, you know all about Built Bar, but some of you new folks here, you may be asking, what is Built Bar? Well, Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever, and Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, including the occasional limited-time flavor. Those nine original flavors are, of course, coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, which is my all-time favorite, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you can get two of each of the nine flavors. And regardless of the flavor, all bars are soft and easy to chew and covered in 100% chocolate. Built Bars are also low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Also great for keto diets, so they're great for the health conscious individual. And right now, you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your first order. So use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So what went wrong in this series? Obviously, I already touched on you know, the offense just not being able to get rolling, uh, top guys not stepping up, you know, except for that one game. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's really frustrating um, that things, you know, went the way they did uh, because, we know, you know, the offensive capabilities of Sebastian Ajo, Tavo Terabine, and Andre Svechikov, We and yeah, other guys. You have Vincent Trochek, Nino Niederreiter. We know what these guys are capable of. And I feel injuries 
is definitely a big thing that went wrong for the Hurricanes. Really, not necessarily the series, but all postseason and season long. Because they only had a fully healthy roster once, and that was opening night. So, you know, the Hurricanes were obviously able to get things going, and, you know, they won the Central Division. Um, in what would have been, you know, the Eastern Conference, uh, you know, had they had conferences this year, they would have had the top seed in the Eastern Conference. Um, but obviously didn't have conferences this year. So that's, you know, kind of out of the way. But, you know, just wanted to point that out there. So, you know, they were able to get things going. But, you know, this, this postseason, you know, it really just kind of brought things to the forefront. We saw it against Nashville of how much of an impact Jacob Slavin brings on the defensive side of the puck um, and how much Dougie Hamilton relies on him uh, to kind of make up for his shortcomings, how well those two mesh together. So, you know, there was that in the Nashville series. And then you look at Tampa of just the offense not being there, of, you know, missing Nina Niederreiter and Vincent Trocheck. Uh, both of those guys, you know, that's like, you know, 40, 45 goals, you know, right there in between those two. Um, obviously not in one series, but, you know, we know those guys can put the puck in the back of the net. Um, they did it this season. So not having those two guys there really uh, hurt the Hurricanes. And then when your top guys aren't producing or are in the press box hurt, you're having to rely on your depth guys, and the Hurricanes' depth guys aren't the most known for scoring. Obviously, you know, Brock, you know, can score, you know, when he's uh, called upon, um, and you know, there are guys that can. But you know, if those guys, those guys can't do everything, um, and that was something that really hurt the Hurricanes. Uh, obviously, you know, you know, there's the whole you know thing about the cap. Uh, not being around in the playoffs, yeah, that that is what it is. Obviously, that made a difference. You look at guys that scored in this series, of course, it made a difference. But at the end of the day, if your top guys aren't doing it, you're not winning against Tampa. Um, you know, those guys, Stamkos and Kucherov, they didn't play during the regular season, um, and the Hurricanes still lost the Lightning four times. So, and obviously they won four times. They know how to beat these guys. So, it's frustrating because they just, uh, they just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They just didn't live up to their potential. I know that sounds kind of harsh, but it's kind of true. Um, you know, expectations are getting higher and higher every season for the Hurricanes. And, you know, these guys are you know, Sebastian Ajo, Andre, these guys that are supposed to, you know, be, you know, some of the top rising stars uh, in the league can't show up uh, in this series. You know, yeah, Ajo, you know, had that one, you know, the one game, you know, the Hurricanes won. You know, he had a good game then. But, you know, we got to be able to be that clutch player more than just one game a series. Um, yeah, I think that's, this series kind of showed uh, how far the Hurricanes still have to go um, in terms of being uh, a Stanley Cup champion. Obviously, they have the talent to do so. 
they showed that this year. Um, they have the talent to contend. It's just you put them against a team with more experience. Um, it kind of shows some flaws there um, for the Hurricanes. And it'll be an interesting offseason to see where the Hurricanes go from here. Um, because they do have a lot of guys at the end of their contracts now. You have the expansion draft coming up. So I expect changes to be made. Uh, not necessarily you know, to the main core of players. You know, like you know, that top line, those guys aren't going anywhere. Uh, you know, but like the core of the team, that'll stay intact. But some of these supporting pieces... I could see that being changed. Um, and one thing that kind of, uh, you know, just a parallel that I drew, you know, through multiple postseasons this year was Carolina Hurricanes kind of reminded me of Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, they just didn't live up to expectations in the postseason. You know, their defense, you know, was you know great in the regular season, but in the postseason wasn't. Uh, the same way injuries you know plagued the team uh, and then offense wise you know kind of again just wasn't the same from the regular season so that's an interesting parallel there um, it would be interesting to see what the Hurricanes do this offseason obviously the Lakers you know they made some changes and retooled over their offseason uh, now the Hurricanes you know will probably end up doing the same uh, so what changes do I think the Hurricanes are going to make? You know, in a quick form or fashion. You know, that's a whole thing I could de- dedicate an entire episode to. But quick thoughts on changes they'll make uh, will come right after the break. There is only one place we here at the Locked On Podcast Network trust to do our online sports betting, and that is of course BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, and info on all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today and sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. But online, your online sportsbook experts. Now you guys know me, you know I love the stonks, the memes, the rocket ships, and day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in a matter of minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can cover the low annual 0.25 adversary fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do the work for you. 
To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthrent.com slash locked on NHL. That's W E A L T H F R O N T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Go to wealthrent.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. So, what changes are the Hurricanes going to make this offseason? This is obviously a gut reaction. Yeah, we're less than 24 hours you know from the hurricanes getting eliminated from the playoffs so you know things will obviously change um as the post or the off season goes on so you know obvious ones um are of course the goaltending situation uh alex Nelkovich, he'll obviously get re-signed i've talked about that already you know i think he'll get a bit of a bridge deal um, you know, two, three years, maybe, you know, four or five million max. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I think in the goaltending situation. Honestly, as time has gone on, I think that it really wouldn't surprise me if uh, both goaltenders leave. Uh, I know that may be a little harsh, um, but honestly, wouldn't surprise me. Uh, because I could see Peter being frustrated with how the playoffs went of him not really getting much time. And then uh, that second game that he played down in Tampa was not good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of a meltdown from the whole team, but yeah, he, that was rough. Uh, that was a rough game for him. Uh, yeah, definitely feel bad for him because it wasn't just him. It was the entire team melting down there, um, not just him. And but I could see him being frustrated and just saying no, uh, and that postseason rubbing in the wrong way. And with James, you know, uh, you know, he'd be good number two, uh, just like you know Peter, you know, he'd be good one B to Ned. Uh, but James, you know, I could kind of see them him being a little frustrated as well. You know, he didn't even suit up in the playoffs. Uh, you know, he was sitting in the press box the entire time, so. I can see him being frustrated as well with how things went. Uh, obviously, you know, they are going to be cordial and whatnot, you know, when things are happening. But, you know, behind closed doors, you know, I could see them being a little frustrated and them wanting to go. But I could also see them being, especially more on James' side, you know, him being an older guy, being like, all right, you know, that this is my role now. You know, I am the backup, you know. So, you know, I could see him uh, – potentially you know sticking around i could also see peter sticking around i could see them you know kind of working things out but you know it honestly wouldn't surprise me if both of them go um warren fogel and uh morgan geeky morgan geeky are both restricted free agents uh, frankly i kind of see both of them going uh you know fogel i could maybe see sticking around but you know if they could get him really cheap but honestly i don't know with him Geeky, I could maybe see him being picked up in the expansion draft. Uh, I could see uh, Waddell kind of incentivizing uh, uh, Ron Francis to maybe take him. Um, you look down at some of your, uh, uh, and of course, yeah, the big restricted free agent, yeah, this offseason, of course, Andre. He's not going anywhere. Uh, you're an idiot if you think uh, he's uh, leaving, getting traded, whatever. He's not going anywhere. That's this was his third NHL season, uh, or fourth, yeah, third NHL season. Uh, 
so he's not going anywhere. Like he's learning. He's 21 years old. Uh, so he's not going anywhere. You look at uh, you know your unrestricted free agents on the forward side of things. Jordan Martin, Brock McGinn, Cedric Paquette. Paquette's gone. Uh, really, no doubt there. Uh, Brock, I definitely think he'll be back. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily see him getting like a super long deal, maybe a three, maybe four-year deal. Marty is uh, the question mark here um, for the forward lines because, yeah, he is definitely a physical presence for the Hurricanes, uh, but, you know, he, sometimes, he gets hurt. And, you know, he does bring a lot of intangibles to the team. Uh, no one is going to deny that. Um, but, you know, when it comes to the offensive side, I think he, he's pretty non-existent. Um, so, obviously, you know, he's not. That isn't his role. He's, he, his role is not to, you know, score, you know, 30 goals a season or anything like that. That's not his role for the team. But kind of want to see more from him uh and we're not seeing that um i could definitely see the hurricanes trying to keep him around um he is a vital part of um you know the hurricanes team uh in that locker room uh but i don't really see him getting a massive deal um so he it'll be interesting to see how things develop with him for sure um then you look at the defenseman side of things. Uh, Jake Bean's restricted free agent. He's gone for sure. He was a big liability um, this offseason. Uh, I don't see him being around. Yanni and Dougie are both unrestricted free agents. Yanni, I could see him uh, sticking around you know, if they could get him cheap uh, because he was something that they've been looking for, a big-bodied right shot third pairing defenseman they found it and for the most part he was good he definitely needs some work and he is rough around the edges uh but i think i think he could end up staying obviously not a huge deal or anything like that but i could if they could get the right deal done for him i think he could stay uh but he's also on a wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't stick around uh but, you know, Waddell has said that he's not necessarily a rental, uh, and he did play well. So he could get re-signed. I could see it. Um, and it'd be nice to kind of add some stability there on that third pairing. Uh, so because that had been one for the past couple seasons, it was kind of a lot of rotating in and out of guys. So, and then the big one, uh, really, out of all the free agents, is Dougie Hamilton uh, because uh, – that's a big one uh i definitely could see uh the hurricanes definitely re-signing him he's obviously a core piece for the team um and he has really found a home here um after you know things not going the best in boston calgary and yeah i could definitely see him sticking around uh but you look at this postseason and what he frankly didn't do uh he was pretty non he was a non-factor for most of the postseason hey he made he scored a few goals and had a few good defensive plays 
no one's going to deny that. But for the most part, he was pretty non-existent. Uh, he didn't score the goals like uh, he should have uh, with him being such an offensive defenseman. We expect him to score goals. Obviously not you know, 60 goals a season or anything like that, but you know, we expect you to be able to score. He didn't really do that much this postseason. He scored a couple, but that's it. Uh, and then, frankly, I think what I can't necessarily speak for other fans, but kind of what bugged me the most with Dougie this postseason was how he was defensively. Uh, I could have lived with him not scoring as much as I expect him to if he had stepped up his game defensively. But he didn't, especially in the Nashville series where uh, Jacob Slavin was out. That really brought things to the forefront with him, uh, just his lack of a defensive game. But, you know, it was definitely evident in the Tampa series as well, even though Slavin was back. Uh, so, you know, for me... I'm kind of up in the air of, you know, what kind of deal he's going to get. Hurricanes obviously want to keep him around. Uh, you know, fans want him to stick around. But I don't think, you know, with this postseason, he's going to get the contract he had expected to get uh, at the start of this season um, or even midway through the season because, you know, while he didn't score the goals, he was all over the score sheet with assists. So... You know, he was still having a good season, but, you know, this postseason, I really think it hurt him contract-wise. I really do. Um, I definitely could see maybe like a five-year or so, five, maybe a six. Money-wise, though, I don't know. Because uh, he'll obviously get paid, but I don't think he'll get the money that he was originally wanting to get. Um, because you're also going to have to pay um, a goalie. Um, Ned is obviously going to get a decent pay raise. Not a massive one, but he's getting paid. You're going to have to get another goalie uh, as well. Um, then you, again, have your other free agents as well. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens this offseason. Um, and then you also have... Uh, you know, other guys, you know, coming up sooner rather than later too. So we'll see how things go this off season. It's going to be interesting. Again, it's less than 24 hours since the Hurricanes just got eliminated. So everyone's still kind of bummed. But at the end of the day, the Hurricanes, you know, from a decade of not making the playoffs and, you know, not bringing in any talent, um, and you know, kind of all the, are they going to move, or blah, 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 you know, moving to Quebec, you know, that kind of thing. They have now made three straight postseasons, gone to the second round or better twice, and have a division championship. That was more than they've had in forever. They haven't had a division championship since they won the Cup. Um, and then, so... While they didn't necessarily live up to expectations this year, the Hurricanes are still a team on the rise, um, and their window is still open to raise another Stanley Cup championship banner. We'll see how things go this offseason. It's going to be an interesting one, so make sure you uh, listen here for all of your Carolina Hurricanes news for the offseason at Locked on Hurricanes. And while 
I have you covered for your hurricane news here. Uh, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every other major sport, including hockey, with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And make sure to follow Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes, on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast, and follow myself on Twitter and Locker Room at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you guys later. Peace.